0: This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. The Bible is not the book of the month.
1: It is the book of the ages. For sound biblical truth, listen to Love Worth Finding with Adrian Rogers, celebrating 20 years of broadcast ministry.
0: Listen to Love Worth Finding at 8.30 a.m. and p.m. Monday through Friday on the Good News Station, WCNO.
2: Golden Rule Academy is now enrolling for the 2014 school year. If you live in St. Lucie County and have a desire for your child's education to include Christian values and principles, then we want to meet you. Golden Rule Academy offers small class sizes, caring Christian educators, sports, and both accelerated and paced BSE programs. Free K-12 grade scholarships are available and going fast. Call today. 464-1597. Again, that's 464-1597. Golden Rule Academy, training up children in the way they should go for over eight years.
3: The Revealing Truth Radio broadcast thanks Ed Myers Century 21, All Professional, for their underwriting support. Hi, this is Ed Myers, Realtor with Century 21, All Professional, and member of the National Association of Realtors.
4: I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Bondgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John eight thirty two says, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. This week, Pastor Jason will be speaking on the love of the Father. So grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you.
1: Today I want to just talk to you a little bit about Moses' story and his encounter with the Almighty. If you have your Bibles this morning, go ahead and look in Exodus chapter 3, beginning in verse 1. We're going to read there. I will now turn aside and see this great sight Why the bush does not burn. So when the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, Here I am. Then he said, Do not draw near this place. Take your sandals off your feet, for the place where you stand is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am the God of your Father. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon. God. Heavenly Father, this morning I thank you for the ability to preach and teach in this house. Father, I thank you for the precious anointing over every believer standing in this place today. Lord, if there's anybody in this house that does not know you in a real personal way, Father, I thank you that today is the day that they are introduced to you for eternity and their life is impacted and changed forever. Father, we speak these things according to your word this morning. Father, I thank you for entrance with truth. I thank you, God, that this word transforms forms us, that it causes us to have a deeper passion, a deeper understanding for the heart of our Father. Father, that we will not shrink back, but Father, we will learn how to press in. Father, I declare this in the name of Jesus today, and if you believe that, say amen. Slap somebody high five as you're seated and say, take your shoes off. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you have your smartphone with you this morning... And you're using it for your Bible, that's wonderful. If you're not using it for your Bible, please take your smartphone out, put it on silent, go to your Facebook page, and check in at Truth Church so everybody knows where you're worshiping Jesus at today. And uh, let that just get spread all over the internet and let everybody know that you're going to church and having a good time with Jesus at 10 o'clock on Sunday morning, amen? So you get yourself checked in. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me get going here. I've been, I've been kind of under it a little bit. We've been... We've been struggling with the cold around my house. How many of you recognize we can't do it without His help? Amen. We have to be very intentional about that. We have to be very intentional about what we go after. The Bible says that the flesh profits little. It's the Spirit that gives life. Come on, that's a good place to shout right there. Amen. Amen. So we're very intentional at Truth Church about going after God. That's the heart of your pastor this morning is that we go after God and, and that we seek the will of the Father and, and that we become a church that really moves to a new level of understanding what that means. And in order to do that, we really move into a place where we pray. I know many of you have a lot of personal prayer time and you, many of you spend a lot of time with the Lord. I know many of you don't. Some of you maybe get a minute or two off. In prayer time. where And I'm not talking about where you commune with God all day long. Many of us do that. But I'm talking about where you devote time to actually speak out of your mouth to God. I'm not talking about just walking in the Spirit and meditating on Him. I'm talking about speaking to the Lord. Amen. And I believe that God's really calling us to be a church that does a lot more of that corporately. And I've been really uh, just trusting God that he will open up the doors of opportunity for us to go back into a weekly prayer meeting like we used to have. Um, we've had some of that kind of fall off and just because of the busyness of this ministry. But it is something that we are looking to do where we can have more corporate time in prayer together, where we can just come in and seek the will of God. How many think that's a good idea? Amen. So I may recognize that prayer has to be a lifestyle this morning. It has to be part of who we are, and and we have to desire for it to be a part of the culture of our church if we're really going to move into the promise of what God has for us. Amen. And the reason why we pray is because we believe that it's very important that each and every person that comes to Truth Church has an encounter with God. My heart for every one of you in this room today is that you somehow encounter God when we have church service, that you are impacted by the power of His Spirit. It's okay if you want to come and meet the pastor, and you want to come and find out about the church, and you you want to meet Pastor Mike, and you want to meet Pastor Jerry, and you want to see how things work. That's all great, but if that's all you've come for, then you really missed what's the most important thing, because most importantly is we all want you to come and have an encounter with God. In other words, when you leave here today, we want you to be different than when you got here better in fact let me just say this to you this morning that there are changes taking place in your life simply just by coming into the presence of the lord and being here today in his presence that you may not even recognize are taking place how huh? you don't recognize them sometimes until you get into a place where you got pressure points and you got stresses coming in your life or there's a battle and then all of a sudden you realize wow you're a god i smacked you right in the mouth for that and I don't feel no need to smack you. Well, what that is is that God had gotten into your business somewhere, and he fixed that in you. And sometimes that happens when we're in the presence of God. How many know what I'm talking about this morning? That you went to the mailbox, and, and you got this bill out, and you just looked at it, and you said, well, glory to God. That ain't no big deal. But six months ago, you'd been ripping it up and throwing it in the yard and crying. But now you've learned how to trust God. You've learned how to put your faith in God for your, for your needs. So you've been a different person ever since. How many of you realize this morning you're different since you met Jesus? You're not, you're not the same as you used to be. I've watched many of you grow up in this church that have been here for a number of years, and I've seen the impact that the Lord has had on your life. I've seen some of you, I've seen major changes in the last three years, and some of you, I've seen very little change in the last three years. But praise God, we've had some change. So how many you know this morning, God didn't just have you come into his presence this morning so you can meet Truth Church. He, he, he didn't just come in here for you to meet Jason or you come in here to meet Mike or, or Darren or anybody else. He came in here for you to meet him. And have an encounter with Him. He came to meet with us as individuals. Although we are worshiping Him in a corporate expression this morning, He came to meet you individually where you are at in your life today. That means that you don't have to come in here and put on. Uh, You don't have to come in and fake it. He accepts us right where we are. He knows right where you are, so there ain't no point in faking it because you ain't fooling nobody. Come on, God knows where you are. He knows what you've been up to. He knows what you've been thinking. He knows where you're playing, church, and he knows where you're being serious. He knows where you're putting on. Uh, he knows what you want everybody else to think about you're putting on. He knows that you're trying to project yourself as a certain somebody in some certain areas of your life. But the truth is, is he knows right where you are. I've had people come to me and they tell me, you know, uh, I'm going I'm I'm to I'm come to church when I get everything right in my life. I just, you know, i got to get some stuff put together. No, the reality is you need to come to the house of God right now and let the Holy Ghost put yourself together. We've had church full of all kinds of people that come to church, but it's in the presence of God that things get straightened out. There's all kinds of people here this morning that are at different stages of development in their life, in their walk with God. But as they begin to hear revelation, as they begin to come to Christ, He accepts us where we are. I'm going to try that again. I said He accepts us where we are. But how many of you know this morning, He loves you enough that He ain't going to leave you where you at? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, come on. That's good news for some of us. I'm going to tell you the truth. It's good news for all of us, if you'll be willing to hear it. Because He recognizes for us to have things completed in us that He's ordained for our life, there has to be a transformational work that takes place in us. Transformation needs to happen where He grows us up from one level to the next level. Huh? I mean, no, it's not enough just to show up, you gotta grow up. You think just because you showed up, you did something good. No, no, no. You gotta take what you got and you gotta use it to grow up. And the guy that we're talking about today is probably one of the most well-known Bible characters outside of Jesus, and in a close running with David, and his name is Moses. He's talked about in both testaments of the Bible. He himself is symbolic of the law. Many times in the New Testament, it is referred to as the law of. Moses referring to the law that God gave Moses up on the mountain and Moses is a very interesting guy because most people remember him as being the adopted son of Pharaoh. Most people in the secular world have seen the movie, The Prince of Egypt, and, and they have Disney World's view of who Moses is, and they know that he was the adopted son of Pharaoh, and he was raised in privilege. He had entitlements, he had people waiting on him hand and foot. He grew up in palaces. Everywhere he went, people stood out at of attention and they, or they bowed before him. He was taught in the finest educational facilities of Egypt. And how I many you know Egypt was the most advanced nation in the world? At the time, Moses was there. Moses was a man that had people waiting on him that would feed him grapes as he laid on the bed. Come on, does that give you a good picture of who he was? But the problem was is that Moses was in a place that he didn't fit. Somebody say he didn't fit. Because although he was adopted, he was still a Hebrew boy. And the struggle, listen to me closely, the struggles for most of his life began before he was old enough to ever talk about them. He was marked from the very beginning. He was born in a time in history when every male child under the age of two years old was being put to death by the order of Pharaoh because Pharaoh had been threatened by the increasing numbers of population of the Hebrew nation. And he felt like that they were going to grow to a number where they would begin to eventually overthrow Egypt. And his mother was believing that there was a purpose for his life, decided to put her own life at risk, and the Bible says that she took him and she hid him. Until she could hide him no more. That's a whole another day for a whole another sermon. But how many of you know? Sometimes when you first come into the kingdom, God takes you and He hides you till He can hide you no more. And then at some point, He says, "Okay, plop out of the nest, you go." And she took Moses and she had hid him in the bulrushes and she hid him there until the proper time. And one day she was out there looking and she saw Pharaoh's daughter coming to the river for her bathing time. And at that moment, her mother took a basket that was weaved out of some reeds and she put the baby Moses in the basket and sent him down the river. And she trusted the river. That's another sermon title. Sometimes you just got to trust the river. There comes a time when you got to put your trust in the river of God, in the river of life, and say, okay, God, I'm going to trust you with it. And she trusted him to the river now as the currents took him where he was supposed to be, and it landed right in Pharaoh's daughter's arm. How many of you know when you can't get where you need to go, if you would just let God initiate some things and carry you in your life, the currents of the Holy Ghost will get you from point A to point B. you just got to learn how to trust him. So the currents carried him down the river and Pharaoh's daughter saw him and she picked him up from the basket and she became intrigued by this little Hebrew boy and her heart was attached to his and his heart was attached to hers and she became affectionate towards him and she took him into her home. That's how he became the adopted son of Pharaoh and become the third most important person in the nation of Egypt. But the problem is and the struggle over Moses' life took place from the time that he was very small. How many know that he was born in an environment that sought to destroy him? He was born in an environment that sought to abort his destiny. Some of you feel that way this morning.
4: And now we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship service starts at 10 a.m. Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church. There's a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church. Whether it's our monthly senior meetings, children's church, or youth group, there's something for everyone. If you're new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for the whole family.
1: I know there's some people here sitting here this morning, and you feel like your entire life has been a struggle. Listen, I've come to talk to you today. I might not have come to talk to everybody, but I've come to talk to you. If you feel like you've been struggling your whole life, God's got breakthrough for you today, amen? There's some people in the fight of your life, and you feel like the fight of your life has been for the entire time of your life. You feel like you were born into an environment that's been trying to take you out since day one. You've been on the hit list of hell ever since you got on the planet, ever since you've been young, and there's been things in your life that the enemy has been tormenting and targeting in your life, and he will not let up, he will not relent, and he's been dogging you since day one. I've got news for you today. God's going to break some things over your life. Listen, the reason why the devil does this is because he knows if you ever get to a place of maturity in your walk, God will use you to become a deliverer you will become a threat to the kingdom of the enemy. There's some people in this room up until now, you haven't always understood what your purposes are, but you have been born to be a deliverer. You have been born to change people's lives. You have been born to bring the good news. You've been born to bring people out of their despair, out of their depression, out of their bondage, and bring them out of their trouble. What do you do when you're a Hebrew boy in an Egyptian world? When you're too much Hebrew to enjoy Egypt and you're too blessed in Egypt to really want to be a Hebrew. See, I want to talk to people today whose life is complicated. I want to talk to you today if you feel like your life's been complex. I want to talk to some people that you got some things in your life that you just don't know how to explain. You got some hurts that you just can't wrap your mind around. Because the truth of the matter is this. There is part of the story that we get to in our life where we just want to come into the church and we want to play the part and we don't want to tell everybody all the stuff. We just want to say, okay, I'm here. Praise God. God's healed me. God's touched me. But we don't want to go into all the negative stuff that we're living in in our life. We don't want to tell the Jack Daniels part of the story. You don't want to talk about the days when everything was black and everything was going on and how you were messing around and how you betrayed all your friends and how you stabbed people in the back. You want to leave all that out. And tell everybody how bad you had it. You don't want to tell nobody how your life was full of a lying and cheating. I'm trying to help you and all that stuff that goes on with it. See, the reality today is I want to talk to people who say, you know what? There are parts of my life that I struggle with because I have never come to understand who I really am. I don't know who I really am. I'm conflicted. I'm a Hebrew child in an Egyptian world. The truth about Moses is not that he was a bad guy. He just had an identity crisis. He had some confusion. He didn't know who he was. He didn't know how to fit in to where he was at. And he didn't know how to deal with being a misfit. Because really, that's what he was. He was a misfit. Have you ever felt like there was a time in your life where you just do not fit? And listen, the problem is, is when you are a misfit, you don't understand at the moment that you being a misfit is part of the methodology that God is using for His plans in your life to come forth. Hmm. If you had to fit in in Egypt, you could have never been a deliverer for the people of Egypt because you can't rebuke a devil that you're sleeping with. It's hard to tell people that they shouldn't be getting drunk if you're out getting drunk with them. So you don't fit in with the party scene much anymore, but you don't fit in with the Hebrews either because how can you leave somebody to a place that they ain't never been, that you've never been? Ladies and gentlemen, if he had to fit in with the Hebrews, he would have just been one of them. How many know they would have never left Egypt to follow him? had he not been brought up in Pharaoh's court. So he didn't fit in with the Egyptians. He didn't fit in with the Hebrews. He was constantly struggling on the inside. He was constantly stirred up on the inside of his life. I don't fit here. I don't fit there. I don't fit anywhere. I just don't fit. What am I going to do? The Bible says for 40 years he began to wander through a dry place, saying to himself, there's got to be a place for me. I just don't know where it is i got to find it though. I'm going to keep looking until I find it. Some of you might have been living for 10, 15, 20, 25 years and you've been going to church all these years and you're still looking for a place to fit. That brings us to Exodus chapter 3. By this time, Moses in Exodus chapter 3 is 80 years old. He had spent 40 years in Egypt, and he had spent 40 years wandering. And the Bible says, watch this, he was tending the sheep of his father-in-law Jethro on the backside of the desert. Watch this closely. And he led them to Horeb, the mountain of God. Everybody say Horeb. Horeb means the place of desolation. It's the place of emptiness. It's amazing to me that that's where he meets God. He meets God at the place of emptiness. I mean, you know, oftentimes for us, we meet God when we come to the end of ourselves, when we don't have nothing else to hold on to, when we're at rock bottom. We don't have anywhere else to turn. That is often the place where most folks will find God. And all of a sudden, here's Moses. He's laboring. He's serving. He's tending sheep. He's running from his past. He runs into his purpose. And the Bible says while he's doing something ordinary like tending sheep, while he's in the desert taking care of the sheep, suddenly he has an extraordinary event take place in his life. Three things I want to give you this morning. Number one, first thing is this. As he's tending sheep at the mountain of God, he sees a bush burning. The bush is on fire. How many of you have ever been to a desert before? Reggie, anybody in here ever been in the desert before? It's hot in the desert, isn't it? We have a couple of deserts here in the United States of America. There's a big one that surrounds the city of Las Vegas. I mean, if you go to Las Vegas by car, you've got to go through the desert. I've been to Egypt, and I've seen the desert in Egypt, and it looks just like the desert on Star Wars. Nothing but sand dunes. And it's hot. And how many know in the desert, in those temperatures, sometimes it gets up to 135 degrees out in the middle of the desert? It gets hot in the desert. So in those kind of temperatures, it's not unusual to see something that's dried out like a bush on fire burning in the desert. That's a pretty common sight out in the desert. Amen. It's not unusual for things to combust easily in the desert. The miracle was not that Moses had ever seen a bush burning in the wilderness. That was a pretty common thing to see from time to time was a bush would catch on fire in the desert. That was not what got his attention. What got his attention was the bush was on fire, but it wasn't being consumed By the fire, it was burning and burning and burning, but the leaves weren't burning off of it and the sticks weren't burning up. I mean, there's a lot of things in our life that catch fire, but it's a whole other thing to stay on fire.
3: Again, that number is 772-342-0047.
2: Golden Rule Academy is now enrolling for the 2014 school year. If you live in St. Lucie County and have a desire for your child's education to include Christian values and principles, then we want to meet you. Golden Rule Academy offers small class sizes, caring Christian educators, and both accelerated and paced BSE programs. Free K-12 grade scholarships are available and going fast. Call today, 464-1597. Again, that's 464-1597. Golden Rule Academy, training up children in the way they should go for over eight years.
1: The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Access Able Designs and owner, Alan Garrett, for their underwriting support of this week's program.
0: Hello, my name is Alan Garrett and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago I dove into Jesus Christ, which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Access Able Designs, we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products such as folding shower and bathtub benches, as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877 853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries. Thanks, Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International.